Uh, hey, Kira. Hey. Hey, Kira. Hey. Kira. Hey. Uh, do monster. you want to play a game? Oh, yeah. I really... I'm really into chess recently. Uh-huh. Um, is that is that what is that what you're talking about? I'm trying to think of like a chess based trap. It would be like, one of you is the queen. I don't know. One of you is the guy on the horse that can only make <laughs> L formations. Yeah, he, he's really not educated in the vernacular of chess, but he's still going with it. One of but you is like fan. what is it, the knight or something? I don't. The the guy, yeah, one of the you bishop, is the knight. What the hell's a rook? Rook? What'd you call R- me? Rook. Oh. I don't know what that is. Anyway. Hi. Oh, hello. We didn't see you oh, there. So sorry. Didn't see you there. Surely saw that. Jesus Christ. Um, we're all losing our minds. And mm-hmm. um Hello. Hi, I'm Kira. I'm Cody. <laughs> this is Halloweeners a horror, a movie, horror podcast. movie podcast. I like that expectant hi. He were like, Hi. Hi. <laughs> Is someone gonna it's me. get us waters at this table? Yeah, hello. That was that voice. Was that tone? It was um, in my writer. Oh my god. Uh, we're talking about the movie Saw, which mm-hmm. you may have seen Saw in 2004 when it came out in theaters. Yes. Were you like me? Did you watch that sleepover? Probably. Oh my god! In it definitely played at a sleepover cast party after the high school show. Yep. And I said I will stay in the kitchen and not watch this movie because this sounds very scary. True. And this is my first time watching it. Oh, uh, welcome. Do you remember what show your cast party was for? I want to say it was for Cabaret because Uh jokes were made about the oven (laughs) and myself being Jewish (laughs) Um, (laughs) by the person who played the Nazi. (laughs) Okay. Wow. Um, Drama kids were like, it's okay. We're drama kids. As if that's like a protected (laughs) class. (laughs) Right, they're like, oh, I think there's I can say maybe that. I'm one a drama Jewish kid. person in this show, so let's make all the jokes towards her. I'm sure you were laughing. Ha ha ha! I what was. fun we're having. <laughs> I did laugh. I, I let it happen. It, it was my fault. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I was so scared to see this movie. Um, I remember it being so like. The if you look at the original poster, which mm. we'll definitely post post oh. online, um, it's just like icky, gross, smelly, um, crusty. It had very much had like um, like a, a, a. It really wanted to set the mood that this was going to be really icky and gross. And yeah, um, it looks like you need a tetanus shot just looking at it. Yes, absolutely. You need like to deep clean, get some good. Uh, those uh, clean Mr. Clean sponges that clean everything and just where am I? I'm sorry. Yeah. I <laughs> uh, so even this time around, I was like, you know, I'm nervous to watch this, but it's not. I feel like this movie isn't scary in the sense of like, oh my god, I'm gonna have problems falling asleep. It's 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 like a murder mystery cop mystery noir. Yeah, but the stakes are really high and it's really <laughs> gross and there's. Uh, some sterilization needs to be done. like cleaning sanitation not sterilization yeah if what i remember from when it came out because like the group of friends i had that were definitely you know not toxic they were just lovely middle school boys um, oh my at god the time, i can only imagine uh, they're fine um they were very into horror movies and i was scared but excited by them and i remember it was you know very like 
we were the edge lord boys, you know what I mean? So they were like, oh, whatever. It doesn't even look that bad. And what I really do. Edge lord. That sounds like, very sexual. Very edgy edge lord. <laughs> edge lord as a sexual thing. And that's a way to reclaim it. It's like assholes on 4chan who are like, nothing phases me. I'm, what, are you crying? Are you scared? I don't know. Whatever. Oh, oh um, yeah, 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 yeah. Like edgy, whatever. Uh, really fine, well balanced people. Anyway. Well, um, mm hmm. But I remember when this movie came out, it was like, I think, to, to your point, the the poster really did, I'm looking at it now, it's like a just a hand, just a chopped off hand. And I really think that did a lot to like sell the movie, because it's like, you can't show that on a poster. <laughs> it's like, and, the, and as the series went on, they just got like grosser and grosser. It was like teeth and like awful fingernails and just like disgusting things. <laughs> Um, it really is gross fingernails, which is yeah, very visceral. Thank very you. visceral. That's very visceral. visceral. No, because uh, uh, there's also a poster where it's the hand uh, and a foot. A foot? Decapitated foot? Or the game, just the a game's a foot. The, decapitated foot. <laughs> <laughs> and I said that very seriously. A decapitated foot. <laughs> yeah, it's like a disembodied foot. Oh, yeah, I'm saying two different posters, actually. Amputated? Yeah. Amputated. Amputated mm-hmm. really implies medical, though. Or disembodied. Oh, no, disembodied. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so an amputated arm. Um, but there's also a version off. of the poster I'm seeing now, which looks like it was probably for, like, the DVD or something. And it doesn't look that it was um, cut off. <laughs> what Let's was say. the word oh. we just said? <laughs> we'll post these. So, yeah. yeah, so there's, like, the amputated version where it's just the amputated hand, which is very visceral, very gross. Um, also, it doesn't even make sense with the movie. They're not chopping off their hand. True. They're tapping out their feet, their little feet. Oh, yeah, that's that's what's on. Okay, yeah, the little chopped off hand. Well, you know, and the font is really spooky. The font is spooky. The font is, I think, really good, too. It's like very, it's very distinct. That W. It looks like to the the teeth of a saw. Well, okay, oh. you're you're kind of pushing it, but I I love where you're going. I love the intention. <laughs> you're kind of pushing it because um, even um the opening graphic for the movie. The, I'm sorry, not the opening graphic. The like text for the for the title yeah. card in the movie is like completely different. It's very yeah. much like this is the only font we had in the editing system that we were using for this movie. God exactly. and God bless. So uh, it's the cool budget. to see that the um yeah that they were able to get that budget for uh, marketing because i mm-hmm. yeah i just remember being horrified to see this like nervous it was going to be so traumatizing and gross and like a bloody bloody mess which it was bloody and i remember if i remember correctly the trailer it had the part where they are like uh, screaming carrie elvis is yeah the doc carrie elvis says like they he doesn't want us to cut off our chains he wants us to cut off our feet but in the, but in the trailer they I, I may be just having a shadow memory. <laughs> this may be false. But I remember they, like, you didn't hear him say foot, feet. Like, they chopped, they, like, cut it off with, like, the other character screaming. So it was like, he wants to cut off our ass, like, <laughs> to make I it, like, mysterious. That. I don't know. Or, like, our it's so dudes. horrifying we can't even, yeah, he wants us to cut off our left testicle. But, uh, <laughs> it, yeah, I think the marketing really did sell the movie because, like, I mean, it clearly did. It made a lot of money and they made a lot of sequels. And I've seen yes. all the sequels. They are the the reputation the movie, the series has for being torture porn and being just like a, a, a self growing like <laughs> a machine of just disgusting images and gore isn't really there in the first one. You know, like the, the mm-hmm. most we see is, well, there's like, you know, shots of 
uh, when she's when that one woman's going through the guy's stomach for the key, and um, mm-hmm. the yeah. like, there's a lot of just implications. You don't really see a lot of stuff until they you see them until you see Carrie Elwes chopping off his foot, and even that is kind of tame. Like you see it going in, but then it cuts away. It doesn't linger on it. Yeah, which I assume is just because. I feel like it's A, the times, and also mm-hmm. first movie budget. It was like, listen, you know, we can only yeah. get so much done. Um, and even there's the moment where there's a lot of, like, time jumping in this movie, which isn't super clear. But there's a point where we have Danny Glover and – hang on. Oh, the guy from Lost. Oh, I was going to say that he's the guy from Rush Hour. So to each his own. I haven't oh. watched Lost. In one of, like, kind of a flashback, we have, like, Danny Glover and Ken Long as the two detectives. Um, they find um, Jigsaw, who will learn to be Jigsaw's lair. And there's that guy with, like, the two drills between his head. Oh, yeah. And, like, does he... I don't even know if he lives, actually. It's another uh, thing where it's, like, they don't really show it. He, like, shoots um, the machine to get the drills to stop. And then, like, that's kind of all we see of him, if I remember correctly. Yeah. So it's a lot of implied and a lot of like uh, imagery of course to like create the idea of what's gonna happen and then a lot of like people reacting and screaming to just get the point across which is always always effective i also think the like editing and the sound does a lot to make you like ooh, like and the just general look of it like you said it's not like a traditional scary movie it's kind of just like terror bad it's a bad time yeah it's like it, it feels like a nightmare because like not just the the people put in traps but like the whole world that the the characters inhabiting feels like oof like even when you see carrie always at work the hospital looks like uh, i don't know he's in that like parking lot and like the other guy who's chained up i forget his name uh adam adam his apartment sucks you know (laughs) it's just like it reminds me of um did you ever see seven no that's uh jimothy carey right what? <laughs> it's an early David Fincher movie, and it's like it's the one where the, there's the serial killer, and he is trying. He's recreating the Seven Deadly Sins. It's a great movie, and it feels very. It feels like this movie is trying to be that. Like that is also a very like depressed looking movie. Like everything is like distressed, and it's like raining the whole time. And it, it I, again, I think the 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 scare comes from like the general just ambiance of the whole movie. There's a couple of actually scary sequences here and there. I will say, but. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Definitely moments I wouldn't want. Yeah, I feel like at the time, the time period, too, there were a lot of movies in that time. Like, I think of, when I think of this movie, I also think of Hostel, which uh-huh. I didn't, haven't seen yet, but I remember when it came out. And I, yeah, I just feel like that was very much a vibe around this time, was like kind of just creating a world, like a universe in the movie yeah. where it is so dreadful. And it really, like, adds to the story, obviously. And I think it makes it um, obviously a lot more yeah, scary there's- and spooky. And- unfortunate there's hot there's this which i think kicks off the trend like again people call it torture mm-hmm. porn there's hostile there's like i've talked about this before there's like the remake of the hills have eyes which is just like gross right. and like right yeah it's just the movies i think serve very little purpose as art besides just kind of like getting to enjoy their aesthetic which i think there's something to that but I think they really act more as like cathartic mood pieces, if that makes sense. I have a I have a theory about this era in horror, oh, um, and I, I'm not the first person to say this, but something with the era this is in. So it's 2000. This comes out in 2004. We're either just about to enter or like um, 
in the election period going into the second Bush era. So we're well into the Iraq war. We're really well into like uh, the war in Afghanistan and neither is going great. It's beginning to look like, uh oh, maybe we shouldn't have just jumped right into this. And there's, and that continues through the rest of the decade. And I think something with the brutality that Americans were seeing on TV that we were told by, you know, those in charge was a, like justified brutality on our part, you know, between the wars and like the whole thing, like Guantanamo Bay. Like, you know, I remember seeing those pictures when I was like 15 and all of that kind of just being told like, no, 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 this is a good thing. This is what we're supposed to be doing as Americans. This is our role as, you know, like keepers of democracy. I think movies like this kind of serve as like evidence that people at the time were really looking for some sort of catharsis to just like, not purge exactly, but to kind of like reconcile the factual horrors we were facing on a daily basis and like yeah. making it fictional to make it like in like to make it straight up enjoyable so that there wasn't any sort of like doubt or lingering like hesitancy about feeling good about looking at those images because there's a cognitive dissonance to looking at the types of things and having a human response to like this is bad. And being told, again, by, like, you know, the government, the media, not to sound like that kind of person, but being told that this is a good thing, we're, we're, we're you know, changing the world for the better, we're, it's Operation Iraqi Freedom, not the war in Iraq, you know, things like that. I think that's, like, these movies kind of, whether accidentally or on purpose, serve to kind of reconcile that, like, strange duality of what we're told is good and what we know is good. Totally. And yeah, yeah, exactly. Like a pre, uh, excuse me, post 9-11 world, you know, um, just I feel like the style of horror completely changed um, yeah. as a response to that event, but also the following events and like the Bush era, which is <laughs> so crazy. It's crazy. And yeah. you see it really kind of disappear from the mainstream, like almost as soon as Bush is out of office, like not to make it that yeah. clear a line. Truly, though. Yeah. But the, the last Saw movie in the like the one through seven before they like brought it back for jigsaw a few years ago is in october 2010 which is the um second halloween of the obama era and like by then it was very clear that the the franchise was like petering out and then that style of horror like kind of gives way to the like art housey horror that we have now Mm -hmm. so it's kind of just interesting to see and this has always been true of like anything we cover but like how current events especially in america where like a lot of these movies are made you know reckon uh reverberate onto the movies that they're being made and i mean both people who are the creative forces of this movie lou winnell and james wan are australian so it's not like they're okay you know i don't know their their amount of you know knowledge of american but we were we were pretty damn loud america at the time so it's hard not to ignore but i wonder if it's kind of more of like just a coincidence of what audiences especially in america are looking for at the time damn yeah and so it's so great. Yeah, it's like we we just witnessed a whole bunch of crazy shit. Like what kind of catharsis? I mean, it's not the same thing, obviously, but it's literally like how at the beginning of quarantine, yeah, we watched Titanic, and yep. it was it felt so cathartic in such a fucked up way. Um, it's like, oh, what's something that's even more crazy, or you know, um, relatively, you know, like what like experience in a film safe format that I can turn off at the end, um, you know, will kind of like overshadow these very real feelings of fear or, um, you know, concern and 
uh, you know, fear that your government is a piece of shit. Right. Um, and sorry, when you're, um, uh, what? And when you're, uh, <laughs> you know, when you're faced with a societally traumatic moment, like both those instances mm-hmm. we both outlined, you can either stare right into it with something like this, or yeah, you can like full on distraction, like how everybody in the world is apparently watching Tiger King at the beginning of quarantine. <laughs> so you're saying we're cooler because we were watching Titanic. Yes, thank you. One has an Oscar, <laughs> one doesn't. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. You're right. Tiger King did not win best. <laughs> did not movie win. Oscar. Well, the Oscars are tonight. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if they're like, we don't know. We gave up. Give it to Tiger one, King. Yeah. <laughs> best Just musical. give it the Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> the the only Oscar. The only one. Capital T. Oh, goodness. Um, fantastic. Do you want to uh, just kind of like talk through Yeah, it? let's skip, skip through. It's kind of, how do I even get into this? <laughs> so I guess like the short story of it is like, we find these two guys, they are chained to these pipes in this giant, like dilapidated bathroom, which yeah. is terrible. I mean, that alone is a scary concept. No good. <clears throat> um, and so as the movie progresses, they learn who the other person, well, they learn who they are. <laughs> Sorry. They figure out And at what the, the end of the day, is. I found out who I was. <laughs> and that was the like real horror. Treat. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they just learn like how they got here. Um, one of the characters, his wife and daughter are held captive. And there's like, there is a mystery afoot. Who is in charge? Who is making these rules? Um, they're told to kill the other one, essentially, um, to save themselves. You know, who's, who's mm-hmm. the mastermind behind it all? It must be some big, scary person. That's but no, true. Yeah, the movie. It's not. It opens very, it like takes its time in a way that I always forget because the, the sequels, uh, don't. Um, <laughs> I, I timed <laughs> yeah. it. They're in the first room and like we don't see anybody else or go anywhere else for almost like 15 minutes. It's like almost like a play. Mm. I was gonna, I, yeah, I was thinking that near the end of the movie. I was like, yo, I would love to see like a weird, like we just hit a weird point in our society with like live theater. Well, yeah. it wouldn't be that weird, but like if someone did like a, you know, very Neil Simon realist um, realism. Oh yeah, uh, like it's in the this. one room the whole time. Yeah, it's in the one room yeah. at all time, the whole time, and it's in real time. <laughs> so it's like just hours. the two characters <laughs> until at the very end he gets off the floor, and you're like, "What? <laughs> Whoa!" <laughs> okay, I do want to say this movie also very much fits the vibe, which does add up because I think this show started around this time, maybe a few years later. But it just feels some of the editing and like music choice, uh, some of the editing just feels very much like a Ghost Adventures episode. Oh, there's yeah. a lot of like mm, uh, fast. Started movements um you know like to show like moments you know how like ghost avengers will be like and that's where the little girl drowned and it'll cut to like b-roll footage of like some extra some non-union seven-year-old moving yeah yeah yeah, someone's niece and she's like moving her head you know they edit it so it moves really fast and there's like crinkly sounds and like and lots of like yeah lots of those motions um and also i just love that there are moments of like pure metal guitar riffs oh so metal i mean like the last Very time and place music cue is just like <laughs> it's just like whoa yeah what was that song the lips of an angel how'd you be faithful what were we watching when that was in 
Almost we weren't watching it. anything. Uh, we were watching the we were RuPaul's watching re- reuni- <laughs> <laughs> the reunited episode, and Joey J did in sync and played all the characters. Yes, and yes, Zach yes, yes. Apre Pompey, who does our music, was like, "I would love to do that, where I am both the man." crooning and the woman he's pining after for a song like lips of an angel <laughs> the one with the lips of an angel the one fact. with the angel lips angel lips where am i uh what was i gonna say oh um yeah that editing you're talking about i know exactly what you mean they use it like specifically when you see a character like in a trap like the camera will like zoom mm-hmm. around and they'll just like move really fast <laughs> there's a name for it and i know I'm I'm 90% sure it was first done in this 90s horror movie called Jacob's Ladder, which I haven't oh. seen, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure that's the first instance of that technique being used, and Saul would go on to absolutely just pummel it into the ground. Like, every single movie they do <laughs> uses it like crazy. And the same with the very ending, where it's, like, the, like, quick montage, like, revealing the twist, you know? Oh, they twist. That becomes the reason for the sequels to be made. Like, you're just, like, basically like, waiting for that moment, you know, to come. Yeah, and, and I've... <sighs> there were a lot of moments of, like, like I mentioned before, like, quick flashbacks. And I think it also kind of... It very much fits that kind of, like, fast-moving energy it's bringing yeah weirdly um what is his Baz Luhrmann style you know things are moving fast (laughs) you know early 2000s we all had mental issues and we didn't know why uh what else uh so yeah so we get into this world oh yeah so the two men it's um what's his name the characters are well who doesn't matter it's it's Lee Wannell I don't know why I don't know I'm sorry yeah you know what we have two guys one of them is Carrie Elwes Mm -hmm. Elwes of the princess bride the Princess Bride or Liar Liar, depending on or how liar, you were liar. raised. Um, <laughs> That's actually true. <laughs> we were not allowed to watch him carry movies. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? He's too beautiful. You can't look at him for too long because it will confuse yeah. you as a child. Yeah. Liar um, Liar. My pants are on fire. <laughs> thank God for the mid to late 90s to be like, hey, what if a man was like pretty? How do you feel about that, hmm. young viewer? And here we are today. Yeah, we're doing fine. <laughs> um, they're, so they're in the room and they're like, how the fuck did we get here? Oh my God, there is a dead body in the middle of the room and it, it appears they have shot themselves. What yes. a crazy predicament we are in. He's in his underwear, embarrassing. Oh my God, Pants don't you down? just hate when you shoot wow. yourself in the brain because you've potentially been poisoned and you're in your underwear? I wonder if it was like knowing what we know that you know he's alive the whole time he was like i'm gonna be comfortable i'm gonna i'm taking my pants off okay so yes we learn later we go through the whole movie and purely for the drama purely for the the drama yeah i have to say it again um we learn that this dead body is not a dead body it's the man who's running the show his name is john (laughs) john John, my boyfriend, uh, (laughs) (laughs) and um, so he had been laying on the floor on his stomach without pissing or shitting, eating or drinking for what, six hours? Eh, At least. And like, they don't notice him breathing. He never breathes. He never has, he never farts. I fart every, every 20 minutes. That's true. It's like Big Ben. it, It is... You know what? You can tell the time when I'm around. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, <laughs> you just like, well, I, I maybe Carrie Ellis would be like, I'm a doctor. Dead bodies do that. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, that's what I was thinking was like, wait, he's a doctor. Shouldn't he know that the body should have been decomposing by this point? There should have been like blood. You know, if you if a, a corpse is in one spot, there's usually blood, you know, to that one area of like where they're hit, meeting the ground. You know what I mean? Like, so if he was laying yeah, on his yeah, stomach yeah, yeah. and he was dead, there'd be he'd be white and his stomach would be red, mm. um, you know, or there'd be shit everywhere, truly. Uh, yeah, so literally. it's like, wow, the one time, well, the second time, your surgeon skills would have been helpful for you. Yeah. The second time was when he amputated his foot. Remember? <laughs> Which, listen, if anyone in this movie was going to cut their own foot off, I'm glad at least it was him. He at least had some idea of how to do it, I think. True. I have to say, uh, this bathroom, first of all, it's gross, like he keeps saying. <gasps> you think? It's a little icky. I don't want to go there. But also, what the hell kind of bathroom is this? There's urinals and a regular toilet and a bathtub. Like, so urinals implies, you know, um, not a living area (laughs) because you don't have urinals in your house. But a bathtub implies house, unless it's some sort of like work thing. I don't know because the whole thing is very warehousey, you know. Is it part of the abandoned mannequin factory where um, that previous oh, like crime where took Jigsaw's place? workshop is? Yeah, where which his, of like, course is an abandoned studio. mannequin factory. Yeah. Of grow course. up, get grow over yourself. Up. The drama. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Obvious, embarrassing. This, can I just say this movie kind of reminded me of like the issue people have with the character of Batman where it's like, okay, you have all these resources and you are, you are seeing that there's a problem in society. So you choose to take care of it in the most unproductive way possible. That will cause even more trauma, drama and insanity. Trauma, drama. (laughs) I am not here for trauma, drama or insanity. Uh, No, that's, that's, that's all that's going on with me. Um, She is very much here for it. (laughs) Don't let her lie to you. You know what I mean? This movie's about a man, a baby boomer, specifically. Who okay, was like, boomer. These, <laughs> the, these youngsters. The ultimate okay boomer movie is Saw. <laughs> That's what they should just call this okay, movie. Okay, boomer. Not appreciating <laughs> okay. your life enough, spending too much time right. on the internet. He's like, you are, you're addicted to drugs. You must not appreciate being alive. So I'm going to traumatize you again so that, you know... It's like, what do you think she's going to do, yeah. motherfucker? You're going to traumatize her to the point where she <laughs> will probably use drugs again. Like, and like, I mean that from a place of pure compassion. Like, if you are a drug addict, I know. scaring the shit out of them will not make them stop doing drugs. It and might make it worse. <laughs> you know, it's going to re-traumatize them. So I, I like this series because I think it's kind of just dumb fun. Um, but the the way the movie takes itself, all the movies take itself so seriously because they all rely on this line of like, well, if you think about it, he doesn't actually technically murder them. And it's like... <laughs> he makes them kill what? themselves. <laughs> oh, okay. Them, he puts them in a situation where it's you die or you don't and traumatizes them. That's at least like manslaughter or, you know, like kidnapping at the very least. It's not like he's like, oh, yeah. uh, what a what a strange philosophical conundrum we found ourselves in. <laughs> and all the movies are like, wow, isn't that crazy? They weren't like appreciating their life. And it's like, again, it, it, it gets... Yeah, it, it becomes really troubling the like amount of times it's like you were using drugs like that's probably the most common i mean i haven't seen all the movies in like years but if if i remember correctly it's a lot of just like drug addicts (laughs) or people who are like you are 
I don't know, like something that I don't really think is cool. It's it's a you, lot of just really subjective. Like you were wasting your life, and it's like motherfucker, yeah. you were building traps to put people in. I think you're wasting your life, hun. How are you appreciating yeah. your life? Just because you were the one who made the discovery about wasting your life because you got cancer, all of a sudden you were like judge, jury, and executioner, mom. And the the series never like fully interrogates that, which I think is odd. <laughs> but yeah. whatever. Also, like, so it's it's we learn that this guy John is dying of of cancer. So it's like you're spending all of your time and resources and energy and like connections to just kill people yeah no no teach them lessons he doesn't actually kill them you're right uh you're i'm wrong when he could be just like vibing and like dying peacefully (laughs) like go to a beach go to a beach don't spend your time in an abandoned mannequin factory first of all the dust probably not good yeah yeah Exactly. Think about it. Make it worse. Because is is it lung cancer that he has? I don't know, but I know later in the series, there's definitely at least one person that, (laughs) again, they run out of ideas so fast. They're like, it's like he smoked too many cigarettes, (laughs) wasting his life. Oh my god! I'm serious. I remember that one specifically because it's like what (laughs) he didn't abduct every smoker. (laughs) He put a plastic bag in recycling. Those are recyclables. I'm going to turn him into a plastic bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, dude, just go go on a road trip and just die peacefully. Like, right. it's so silly. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, Boomer. Okay, Boomer. Um, I also want to say, uh, hate to say it, I think Carrie Elwes is really bad in this movie. <laughs> I think he's bad, 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 bad. I think... He is trying his best sure. with the material he is given. Sure. But I appreciate your opinion. I, I mean, I also Thank know, you. like, you're welcome. Looking at how they made this movie, it was like, according to IMDb, there was five days of pre-production, which is like crazy. <gasps> there That's were, wild. Yeah. There was only 18 days of shooting. And while they were shooting, they were like at the same time editing the movie as they went, you know? Um, they that. shot the film in order. So basically, like, the first scene you see is their first scene. And apparently, there were no rehearsals. They didn't have time or money to shoot, to, like, waste film on rehearsals. So the rehearsals were, like, actual takes. So there's some instances, I mean, they may not have gotten the, put the first take in every time. But there's definitely got to be some scenes there that are, like, the first time they're ever doing this scene. Which is insane. That's so funny. So I, again, while I don't think he's good, I can't really blame him. But, yeah, there's some questionable moments. I think his accent is, like, slipping all over the place. <laughs> yeah, when he gets angry or says, bastard! Yeah, he goes, bastard! Um. <laughs> It's kind of cute, though. It's, it's kind of yeah. cute. There's one moment where he, it, the moment we're talking about, it's where he get, he's on the phone with who he thinks is Jigsaw, and it turns out to be his wife. So he goes, I know it's you, you bastard! And then I guess you hear the wife go like, Carrie Elvis? And then he he immediately switches as like all in one take. He like immediately switches from like angry to like scared and upset. And he goes like, Hallie? And it's really really odd it's also oh odd because i swear to god he says hallie there but her character's name is Allie. Allie? <laughs> he's just so out of breath from all the drama they haven't eaten in two hours that's it's true hard. he's just tired it's so hard not i don't want to complain I bet, not to I complain bet. but it's a little hard to be chained <laughs> in this room sorry oh not to be a diva and yeah, I just imagine that was like the first take and it was someone off set sure. going like, 
okay, it's your wife. And he goes, oh, Allie. Yeah. It was 2 hour. It was 2 a.m. Um, and like, Gross. the funny thing is like speaking to it being shot in order, I really think Lee Winnell uh, starts the movie just fine and then like gets better as the movie goes on. <laughs> Almost like he's like well, learning more about his character as he goes, which is like, you know. <laughs> Understandable. Uh, understandable when there's no rehearsals and you're shooting in order. Like, you're going to be, just by nature of acting, like, either, like, nervous or, like, not fully set in your character in, like, the first take. And, like, I know he, you know, wrote the movie, but still. Oh, he wrote the movie? Yes, ma'am. Oh, so the guy who played Adam wrote the movie. That's pretty, yeah. pretty cool. He, I would uh, say he's multi-talented. Wow, you would. Uh, he directed that uh, Invisible Man movie that came out last year with Elizabeth Get- Moss. The fuck? Yeah. Out of my life. Okay, sorry. Bye. That's cute. Good for him. Oh, so he's he was in the game and he stayed in the game. Yeah, Mama. Um, oh, yeah, oh, Lee Winnell oh, and James oh. Wan have a story credit, so that means they like came up with the idea together, and then Lee Winnell mm-hmm. wrote the screenplay and James Wan directed it. James Wan, yeah. who is one of my favorite directors working today, I think he's like so brilliant. Like he's yet to make a bad movie. He did Saw. He did. Um, uh, but, but, but he did the the first two Conjuring movies. He did um, oh, the first yes. two Insidious movies. He also did like Furious Seven, which is the best movie in the Fast and Furious franchise. He did Aquaman, which is like a lot of fun. He's just great, and I'm just like happy to see him thriving. <laughs> That's so great. That's a good. I mean, those movies did. I I still haven't seen Insid- 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 Insidious. Mm-hmm. I still haven't seen it, nor do I know how to pronounce it, but I remember, yeah, I remember its impact on the culture. Yes, on the culture. So good for him. That's a lot of, like, really important movies to the horror genre. Yeah. (laughs) And he seems pretty, like, as far as I can tell, like, pretty, like, it's basically, it's based on his talent, you know? Like, he, he, like, he earned it, which is great. It's, like, a teeny tiny movie, because I think this movie had, like, a million dollar budget, which is, like, you know, money, but, like, it shows that that's (laughs) not a, not a huge budget. Get it, bitch. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Like, it's kind of ridiculous, but, like, I didn't, I didn't hate it. I wasn't too, like, turned off by it, even though, like, it is disgusting. (laughs) But, like, I was, like, the first, because I watched it uh, a few weeks ago, and I was so intrigued. I was, like, I was intrigued. I was intrigued by this universe, I guess, and, like, a little bit by Jigsaw, just because it's, like, so crazy and illogical <laughs> yeah it's a crazy um, concept and unnecessary but like weirdly interesting and um i yeah i haven't seen i only saw the second movie um after um i mean i only watched the second movie and that was more of like a house of horrors um yeah that's when it really becomes like what it would go on to be escape room <laughs> this yeah. is an escape room gone very wrong don't you hate that? I am not giving this a good Yelp review. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> My friend got chopped his foot off. <laughs> and we didn't even get a discount. Two stars. <laughs> um, you know what is funny and unrelated? Dan- so Danny Glover and Ken Lung. Danny Glover plays Detective Tap. And Ken Lung plays Detective Sing. And honey, that's what I have on my motherfucking resume. Tap and Sing? Tap and sing, just that. Can't do anything else. Tap, have no other sing, talents. end of list. <laughs> have Tap, no, have no other <laughs> um, That's funny. Tap like, and sing. Heart. Wow, that's so weird. <laughs> Why'd they do that? Weird choices. One of you can tap, one of you can sing. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, yeah. I would like to see that. Also, um, the character of Adam has a crazy last name. It's Adam. 
It's dashed, right? Uh, he's got like two. Yeah, he looks like he sounds like a little fancy like British lord. It's right. Adam Faulkner Stanhite. <laughs> I think what yeah, it was like... is that he like his character has like one name in this movie, and then like in a later movie, like you see a name on a file, and it's like, a different last name, which is probably just a mistake. But the fans seem to have combined them into this again crazy like I own a manor on the seaside kind of last name. I am a Dutch painter mm-hmm. from the eighteen hundreds. <laughs> Adam um, Faulkner Stadheights. One of the like subplots, or I guess like not really a subplot, but like a different a part of the story was that Danny Glover's character, Detective Tap, he and uh Ken Long went to find Jigsaw because they found some. They he, they found Jigs one of Jigsaw's like studios, yeah. or working spaces. I would say because they found workshops. dead bodies. Yeah, his workshop <laughs> where he, like he tries on his outfits and like mm-hmm. does his cameos, and um, yeah, they found like a, a guy who had to crawl through barbed wire and a woman who. Uh, something else happened. Oh, a guy. Oh, this one was weird. He woke up in a room and there was there were numbers all over the wall. Yeah. And he had to open the combination. It's a lot of like, you've been poisoned. I have the antidote. It's in this person's rectum. Go find it. <laughs> and it's like... I've been there, fun. honey. Uh, ooh, I don't know. <laughs> I, please, there's got to be a porn of this where it's like... So what you want to called? Play? I don't want to play a game. Saw Raw... Raw! Come on. Good night. Easy. Oh my god. You know what I was thinking would be a great, um, it could be, you know, drag or, or burlesque name would be Fanny Glover. Okay. Well, you know. You yeah, know, I like Fanny. It, it Fanny? also means butt. No, Glover. You know? Like gloves. It also means vajage if you're English. The what? If British people call it, Fanny is a name for vagina over there. Oh, the vage? Is that what you said? Yeah, vajage. Do you? Do you not know how to say vagina? Vagina? Uh, Vagina Vagina Christie. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But it's just about vagina. (laughs) People are like, vagina? And she's like, no, please, vagina. It's vagina. It's vagina, darling. I'm a dame. I'm here to solve the mystery. (laughs) Like she was the detective and not the author. (laughs) Um. Oh, yes. Okay. Anyway. So they find his workshop and they find it's a whole bunch of hullabaloo. Ken Lung gets sh- shot because he tries to kill Jigsaw and he yeah. steps through a booby trap and he gets shot multiple times, which um, sucks. Uh, and Danny, that makes Danny Glover's character like snap and he becomes obsessed, mm-hmm. obsessed with Jigsaw and finding out who it is. So I think there's a moment where we think he might be Jigsaw. Yeah. Because Danny Glover's character, we learned, paid Adam to take photos of Carrie Elwes's character. Because he thinks he was Jigsaw. Right. Which is dumb. The only reason yeah. they think he's Jigsaw is because a pen of his, his pen light, sorry, we're still in 90s culture, even though it's 2004, um, <laughs> his pen light was found at the scene of the crime where the, the man who, who took a stroll through barbed wire was found. Um, Why was it there? You know, it's funny. Do you want to hear something funny? Do you want to hear a joke, Cody? Yeah. There's no setup. Uh, When they show, when Carrie Ellis is in, we we first meet Carrie Ellis' character and he's in the hospital where he works. And he's like, this man has cancer. Doop-a-doop. Here's his body. You know, this man in this hospital bed has cancer. It's 
John. Yeah, it's Mr. Mr. Jigsaw. Jigsaw. And he has the pen light in his motherfucking hand. Oh, so do you think it was just like a weird, like, red herring, get him off the scent thing? Just to cause some drama conflamma. I don't know. I don't know. This movie is very detective-y, which I always forget. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like you have to like pay attention, and like you have to like pay attention. Reveal itself like, for very quick moments. <laughs> yeah, no, it really is very like twisty, plotty. Which the the sequels are less so. Like there's definitely like plot still because like they need to have a plot in order to have that like final twist like make sense. But it is very like basically just an excuse to watch people like shove glass in their eyes and like yeah, oh my god, stuff like that. There's a key in your friends. That was rough. They showed. One of the characters who returns for the second second the movie, second Amanda, because yes. um, they're like, hey, uh, Carrie Ellis, we have this woman who survived one of Jigsaw's attacks. Why don't you listen to her testimony? Because it might help, which is Thoughts? so... Yeah. <laughs> Any questions? Um, and she, again, they're like, is it true that you're a drug addict? You know, which is really good. Really good way to start a conversation. She goes, yeah, yeah great, he helped great me. Placing. Great, great, great. Um, but yeah, she was caught in like a reverse bear trap situation. And what was it? She had to get the key yes. from the body of her dead cellmate. Turns out he wasn't dead. He was just over. Take a nap. Uh, very high. Yeah. They, <laughs> he was he, taking a nap. That's the thing. She, he, Jigsaw's like, you're a drug addict. And then he put drugs in one of the, I don't know. It's just like. Some random was, dude? Yeah. Anyway. What was his crime? Working at the 7-Eleven too late? That's true. And we never do find out what his what his uh, big sin was. But I guess of like the people of all the people who die in this movie, I guess that was the least terrible way. Like if you're going to be dead, be like murdered or stabbed or have to like go through a really like intense um death at least be like high. <laughs> That's true. At least he was um, like sedated some degree, you know. It's just, it's just yeah, like surgery. He was just vibing. It was, was just, just like surgery. Vibing. <laughs> <laughs> just vibes. Um, yeah. Lots of opiates. Lots she's of very interesting because she's one of the few characters in the entire Saw universe who survives her trap, or at least that we see survives their trap. Um, yeah, yeah. And it's what's kind of cool. Is, I remember. I think it's. I think it's the last movie. Is you see a support group for people who made it out of Jigsaw's traps. Like, <laughs> Cute. seriously, on it's like very, it's like they're like meeting in a church. It's like, it's like any other sport group, Love which it. is Love kind of community. a cool plot device. I just remember the last movie sucks, but whatever. <laughs> and by last movie, I mean the seventh one of nine. <laughs> Silly me. I keep saying last movie because like they were like, it's called the final chapter. And then they're like, mm, well, <laughs> The the even more final chapter. Right, which is a story tradition trying. in horror movies. We know Friday the 13th did that. Final Destination mm-hmm. did the same thing, where they named the fourth one the Final Destination, and then they had, like, Final Destination 5 the next year. Yeah, they maybe like, they should just, mind. at the next, like, horror movie uh, roundtable, just be like, stop calling it the final. Yeah, you never know. No wishful thinking. Just It's like Cher saying she had her final tour right, it's 20 em- times. Yeah, exactly. Just and that's don't. iconic, but when horror movies do it, it's embarrassing. Take notes. When she does it, iconic. When you do it, kind of annoying. Yeah. Hey, horror movies, be more like Cher, okay? I would love to see Cher in a horror movie. Like, Final Girl. Ooh. First of all, I would love to see another Final Girl who's an older woman, which was one of the things I did. One of the things I did like about the Halloween revamp was like, hey, Final Girl is getting some help from AARP. 
Love to see it. I'm trying to think of a Cher song that'd be good for a horror movie. Cause I'm strong enough. There it is. Yeah. Do you believe? She sings Believe and the killer just stops what he's doing. If I could find Looks. a knife. <laughs> Honestly, she, she, if I could turn back time, talking about if I could find a uh-huh. knife, but she's in the same outfit from the music video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, like, There's uh, sailors around Huge her. hair. Black leather. How can you kill when you see that? I mean, that just brings me such joy. How can you kill so when you already slaying mama, hunty? Oh, God. <laughs> so sorry. I feel, God. I feel the vomit All my rising. fingernails just fell out. Do you think that's a coincidence? <laughs> <laughs> do you think it's a coincidence? <laughs> do you think that I think to do with it? Um, oh, okay. So my, my, amongst the other things that are like, hmm, questionable about this movie is like, there's a lot of moments of like, I shouldn't say a lot. There's a specific moment where um, Adam and Lawrence, which is Carrie Elwes' name, which mm-hmm. is a silly name. I kept thinking of Lawrence Chaney, and I kept hearing it. <laughs> Lawrence. Well, Lawrence Chain E. They're chained up. Mm, sorry. Keep going with your story. Good night. <laughs> so Adam had, and he found in his pocket an envelope with the key and something else that I can't remember right now. Oh, the, the cassette tape. Yes. Um, yes. And the cigarettes. And I know. That's no, no that was later. So that was sorry. later. So that, was, that was somewhere else. That was in someone's butthole. He really does um, leave them like a, it's like an escape room. It's like a little treasure hunt. But it's like he, they had to, he had to like foresee their actions, which is so unrealistic and so not possible. Like it was yeah. like, so, cause Adam had the key. Carrie Elwes had, uh, the bullet very much like clue. And, um, mm-hmm. but like the X marks, the spot was set at some point. Oh no, that was, yeah, that was sent on someone's cassette tape it's in the or cassette something. Tape, right. And and Adam found it, but only Carrie Elwes could access it. So, oh, maybe that's why, because Carrie Elwes was the only one who could access it. Because there was a note in the box in the wall. <laughs> it sounds so crazy. No, in, the box, in the box in the wall. Yeah. In the box, um, in the, box in the wall. And, in the, and um, <laughs> right. Well, because first they, the they find the key in the toilet because it says "Follow your heart" in one of the messages, and there's a little heart painted on the yeah. toilet. So and they go they're into like, the toilet, you dumb fuck. No, it's in yeah. the back. Ew, gross. Uh, uh, honestly, that's the worst thing that happens in this movie. He shoves it in the toilet. No, thank you. And there's like green It's no good. Liquids. I don't know. <laughs> don't want to think about it. <laughs> it's the green uh, river water they use at Saint, for St. Patrick's Day. Yes, 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 yes. It has to go somewhere. It has to go somewhere. <laughs> go straight to that saw set. Go straight to the saw toilet. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I find the moments that's the the moments that are scariest are like the flashbacks where you see them getting abducted. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's like someone. Maybe it's Zep. Zep played by Michael Emerson, also of Lost. Oh, oh, what a time! I, I feel like Lost was like the Seinfeld of its time, it, and like CSI of its time. It was. Like so it many was people so funny. were in it. Yeah. It was so. <laughs> so it was uh, <laughs> so funny. <laughs> I don't know why that tickles me so much. <laughs> um, Sorry, Zep. <laughs> I think it was him and in, 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 in like a pig head, which we never understand why it's a pig head. I that, think it's just I don't to know. create more spooky, no. ooky feelings. It's just is like spooky. We don't know why there's a pig head. The Billy the puppet. Don't know why we're doing Billy that. Billy the puppet. Yeah, that's what did the, you just the clown. Say? That's his name. What? His name is Billy the Puppet? He's Billy, okay. Why is his name different? What do you mean? But I thought it was like... Oh, like the puppet was Jigsaw? Yeah, like he's no. the brand 
image. No, He's it's it's like Tony uh, the Tiger. You know, no, what I mean? it's like it's like Frankenstein's the monster. You know, <laughs> it's not. It's like that. That is so stupid. Oh, that's dumb. So is that like his name for it? He's like, this is my puppet Billy. It's just known that that's his name. I don't think it's ever said in the. I hate everybody in the I series. Everybody. I just know it's his name. <laughs> You just know because you're sleeping with him. Because <laughs> Kira, I have something to tell you. I'm He's fucking you. Billy the puppet. Yeah. Well, I mean, stop. I don't know. I don't know. Try He's got those big cheeks. Try. I don't know. I'll try. I'll try anything. I don't know. He's got those big cheeks. How fucking stupid. So, what is that? Is that in Amanda's scene when we see Jigsaw? For, uh, I'm sorry, Billy the puppet. That's <laughs> fucking. I'm gonna punch a hole in the wall. Yeah, show some respect. <laughs> It's Billy the Puppet. I'm so sorry, Billy the Puppet. He, I, when he comes out on his little tricycle and he's like, great job, Amanda. Yes. There, Which, like, again. It, you, I swear to God, you see somebody like pulling back a curtain practically for him to be like. <laughs> if he just used these skills, he has animatronic and robotic money. skills and money and use it for like a hey, rehab service you're paying something. rent on these properties which i know they're like probably abandoned so but still you're buying all this shit oh and again i keep saying this but the series really 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 kind of spirals into um like really absurd how the fuck could anybody afford this like you would need like an like an engineer to make this like later in the series like where are the funds coming from but whatever truly where are you making these things how do you have How, the energy? A man You're who's allegedly dying. dying. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and people don't appreciate. You don't appreciate your own self. You're wasting your time worrying about. Why don't you worry about yourself? Right. And if you if this is just a hobby, if this is some sort of like weird, Side strange gig. outsider art thing that you were creating that didn't involve other humans, sure. What a great way to like you know Cute. express yourself, even if it is weird and creepy. He just makes the dioramas. He doesn't go. Yeah, that's art, babe. That's and art. That's, that's art, babe. engineering. I don't know. That's me defending STEM, art. bitch. <laughs> STEM. <laughs> that's art and STEM. Okay. There's engineering. Yeah. Anyway. So upsetting. Anyway. Yeah. But Billy the Puppet uh, and the Pig Head. We don't really know why they are the things that are used in the movie. But it's just like vague spooky. You know, it, like, it works. Yeah. Um, pigs. Like it's such a... We, yeah, we murder them. The we use them for spooky, satanic imagery in movies. It's just... It's, that's the thing. It's very sacrificial. Pigs oh. to the slaughter. Um, oh, yeah. And there was a lot of, like, cape robe usage. Yeah, very fan of the opera. And also, he's wearing, like, a wig underneath a pig head. So there's, like, some more, like... like It looks like Tommy Wiseau's hair. <laughs> like, very, like, oh greasy God, so black right. hair. You don't get, it's like, probably... a really long, quick look at the wig pig thing. Pig in a wig. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. That sounds like me. Um, <laughs> no. Um, yeah, that would be funny if that were like a scene where it's just like John like putting the wig on the, um, the pig like the and fantasy. just like, it feel fine <laughs> to be real. I don't know, something. He's just having a good time. Maybe that. Yeah, yeah, do that instead. Did you, this is me obviously just pulling shit out, sure. of, out of thin air. Um I liked that there were moments of vulnerability between these two male characters. There were times when they said, I need you. Or like, we need to communicate. We need to help each other out. Yeah. And when the end, they like touch foreheads. I'm pretty sure it's very like, Oh, listen, this is what it takes for men to talk to each other. (laughs) 
Oh my god, absolutely. Men will literally chain it. themselves into a room rather than go to therapy. <laughs> Cut off their own Bitch. foot. Bitch. Where where is the lie? <laughs> and this is 2004. Nobody was going to therapy back then. Like at least people oh like this. God. Yeah. I know. So I know which I think is important and interesting too because of the way it, it views, you know, these characters, the people who are I mean, and and trigger warning to whoever is listening, um I think in the second movie when we we, we revisit amanda's character um she is no longer using drugs i don't think but she's unfortunately cutting herself yeah so he brings her back because she's cutting herself which is like um again this isn't going to solve the issue the issue is deeply seated trauma in her brain and when you wake up the second time (laughs) in that thing it's just like motherfucker what i do now you know it's like (laughs) and like truly there were times in this movie where I was like, yo, I would have just shot myself, like, at this point. Like, it sometimes gets so grim that it's like, Whoa. Congrats. You, you made know? your point. I just yeah. don't want to hear it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, what life am I going to live after this, truly? Exactly. I don't know. Um, but I, I, the the dialogue between them, like I said, it's very, like, play-like. You know, it's very, like... Uh, Oh. I mean, it's not like elevated language. It's not like this is like a Tony Kushner like screenplay or anything. But like, it's, it's very written in prose. Yes. Yeah, it's uh, iambic pentameter. Uh, <laughs> but it is very dialogue heavy for movies for a movie series that would go on to be known for just like, like I said, you know, just like <laughs> organs falling out of bodies and like people just exploding. <laughs> so <laughs> through sweet. no fault of their own. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, what else happens? Oh, yeah. So they kidnap the daughter, uh, Carrie Ellis's daughter and wife, oh, yeah. and hold her hostage. Um, at one point, Zepp, and Zepp is, um, he's like an orderly at the hospital where Carrie Ellis's character works. And I knew from the beginning he was trouble because the way he acted. <laughs> well, Michael Emerson, the I way think, is a brilliant him. actor, but he will never yeah, not yeah, yeah. be cast as somebody who, who who is supposed to be suspicious because <laughs> he just that. looks like that. He's like he looks great like at it though. He's shit. found his niche. Get that fucking money. He's richer than I will ever be. Yeah, I did a uh, extra work on that show, Person of Interest, once with him. <gasps> I did. I was an extra on Person of what? Interest once. Oh my god! And Jim Caviezel? Caviezel? I don't Jesus? know. Jesus. I was like, oh, I'm just gonna go. It's a few hours, right? No, girl, All it was day. overnight, honey. It was overnight. Oh, overnight. Ew. And it was raining, and we had to shoot somewhat uh some of it outside what did you have in to do? cocktail like, dresses your... oh, um God. it was we were in cocktail dresses um so i looked really cute it was some kind of museum or something um like not like gala <sighs> no what was it it was some kind of big space it was some kind of uh like old muse- museum or old library or some kind of space mm. but it was supposed to look like a gallery or some kind and so we were supposed to like enter and be like ah. <laughs> Ah, we're the talk of the town and then like some people had to walk around and like look at the pieces um and then we had to leave as if a bomb had gone off okay so that was fun like we had to run out yeah. and like <laughs> i did one once where a bomb went off in a bank and that was <laughs> <laughs> there's always bombs same thing off. it was like there was smoke and i had to cower on the floor with a stranger and be like oh that's so funny and it you're like fun. i've been here for hours we just got a free meal like i'm having a good time i know <laughs> oh my god funny. but when i did it when michael emerson was there we were outside and we were just like extras on the street we were by the uh flat iron building and Cute. um love her love her and he had a dog with him <gasps> and i 
so whenever I see a movie now with a dog, I think about this this dog I saw there because the training this dog had was absolutely insane. Like it was so well behaved and it like knew its marks. The trainer, oh, all it had to that. do was like pull on its leash in a certain way and it would like sit, stand. It would just, it was amazing. It was That's incredible. So cool. Yeah. Best actor. But and and the award goes to I love that. Yeah, it was great. Oh. Yeah, I had to be in heels. Um, so that was oh, like no. the only downside. I was like, oh, I'm in physical pain and I can't, I can't just like take these shoes off. Billy's getting dinner after the crew. Oh, give me that dinner and that. Sag first. Like $100 or 150 bucks, whatever it is. Yeah, it was like 100 bucks. Anyway, uh, so you we were saying Zep. Well, I don't we, even know. Uh, oh yeah, he was an orderly. Yeah. He looks, he looks, I knew he was trouble when he walked in, um, but he's the one who I guess is kind of like the muscle for jigsaw yeah for jigsaw it's later revealed that like he was told it's kind of it's poison stupid. he yeah. was poisoned and it's slow acting and the only way to get the antidote is if he carries out um these you know the killings essentially for jigsaw um and so like he has carrie ellis's wife and daughter held hostage in their home and carrie ellis didn't was supposed to shoot Adam by 6 p.m and if he didn't then his wife and daughter were gonna die sorry so i the- gotta shoot you by 6 p.m <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so stupid. It's so stupid. It doesn't make any sense. And like, I feel like that's still counterproductive to like, well, you said, you know, what did, what was Adam's crime? That he took pictures for money for 200 bucks a night? I think that's he was so one of those money. like, you're wasting your life, like completely judgy things. He sounds he, like someone's it was, dad. It was very like, you spend your life looking at other people live their lives. What do you do, Jigsaw? What Seriously. do you do? What is he? He's got to be like, what, a 20... Like, his character can't be older than 23 trying to fucking pay rent. Like, yeah. fuck you, Jigsaw. Obviously, you have no problem paying rent because you're doing it. So why and don't you... And you have no problem watching other people live their lives. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, moralizing. He needs to be smacked. <laughs> he needs to be spanked. Um, but I love how the wife was able... She started to, like, fight back, which was cool to see. Um, but And she had the gun in her hand. And she didn't shoot him in, like, the leg or the balls. And I was like, girl... <laughs> This is the time. She's panicking. <laughs> there is, there, you know. Listen, she's been her, here first, police. She spent there all is... her day decorating their ugly ass house. Oh my God. It's like brick walls and curtains. It looks like the sets of the room, which I keep bringing up for some reason this episode. But... Oh my God. Well, you know, low budget. Yeah. The room could be the name of this movie. Oh, yeah. I think it's like, not because can't. Saw 2 is better than The Room 2. <laughs> like, they would have been really fucked two. with that title. And, or it's called forward. The Rooms. Uh, Rooms. Multiple rooms. The duplex. Two bedroom. The multi-level property. <laughs> and then the, the reboot is just studio. Studio. It does feel that way, though. Like, the first movie's, like, studio apartment. Second movie is, like, oh, he bought a house. And yeah, then ooh. I assume it just gets bigger. Uh, sometimes yes, sometimes no. <laughs> sometimes yes, sometimes no. That's truly everything. I'm <laughs> covering my ass. <laughs> Uh, what else? Oh, Carrie Ellis's character was p- having an affair, but he wasn't. I don't know. That was Here's the first. Listen, I have never had. I have. I haven't had an affair with a married man yet, but I feel like it's part <laughs> you of should the, try it, huh? the gig. Don't. Well, you know, <laughs> who knows how the world's going to be post COVID? <laughs> <laughs> who knows where I'll be uh, physically and mentally? Um, but uh, I feel like it's like kind of the first rule of like being the side girl is like when you go to meet him at a hotel, if the phone rings. And they ask for him. You should <laughs> yeah. act like he's not there. <laughs> She's like, oh, it's for she you. Like, no, but he'll be here soon. 
So weird. So weird. She's not good at this. Listen, it's her first time. Sorry, was I not that? Is to do true. That? She was like, oh, you, I don't. I just don't know what to do. And she like unbuttons her shirt, which is so fun. Someone like unbuttoning. And then he's shirt, like, stop. Like, yeah. <laughs> like he's doing. Like he's like so goes, benevolent. And she goes, "What's wrong, Doctor Gordon?" Ooh, that is kind of cute. I mean, it's not. Listen, she's she's silly. feeling the fantasy. She's doing her job. She's oh, she had doctor. one day on set. She's there with oh. Mr. Princess Bride. I'm gonna do get, my best. Get that fucking gig. Oh yeah, I think or no, or maybe the room itself was in the sewers because there was mention of like the sewers being connected. Oh, out of nowhere, and I was like, okay, I don't mm. know why this is important. And then later, when they're showing, I think Zep coming to the room to kill Doctor to kill Carrie Elwes. It said there's like it, it says like raw sewage uh, down like the little Ew, corridor course. he's going. I know. I well, thank you for announcing yourself, but. Um, raw sewage nobody be surprised okay get over it when carrie ellis's wife is like expressing her disdain for their relationship and she goes how can you walk through life pretending you're happy and i just thought that was funny (laughs) (laughs) she said that and she's like that was really good (laughs) how can you walk through life pretending you're happy that's me to like every dog (laughs) i see how can you pretend They're just happy. so happy um yeah. speaking to the low budget i love the scene where michael emerson and danny glover are separately driving like in cars to the location you know what i'm talking about Fast. because it was clearly yeah. clearly just them in a dark studio with like smoke around the cars and like the camera sped up like oh, it is yeah. very kind of endearing it's very low budget it's just very like we can't afford to shut down the streets apparently there were no exterior shots in this because it like would cost too much like everything is in interiors oh that's um, so funny and, and it really does kind of add to the claustrophobic exactly you never like to see so, this damn sky yeah <laughs> yeah really <laughs> it's scary um i also think that like i said the cutting off the foot uh that's like the big moment um mm-hmm. is like weirdly restrained knowing what this series would go to be um i think adam lee winnell has a really good reaction to it he's like freaking yeah out while it's happening and it's great um, it adds to it mm-hmm. but what unfortunately undercuts a little is that in the next moment when you see carrie always like dragging <gasps> himself yeah the it's clearly just his like pant leg is like long and like tied at the bottom <laughs> Like, yeah. you can practically see his foot in it. <laughs> but yeah. again, it's like, whatever. And then that leads right into that, like, final montage, which I think is so fun. And, like, when it's focusing on, like, th- when you see Jigsaw get up off the ground, it's, like, out of focus in the background, which is very, like, that moment in Halloween when he, like, gets up by the closet. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I like. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. So what do you think of the ending? Because we go through all this. Carrie Elwes' character has cut his foot off because... The cell phone that was given to him is ringing, and he thinks it's it, well. It is. It's his wife and daughter. Um, also, sorry. Before I get it, go further, he could have used his own advice from earlier in the movie. He tells Adam to get the tape recorder from the dead body. He's like, "Oh, use your shirt to mm-hmm. you know move it closer to you." And Carrie Elwes could have done the same thing, but instead he cut his own foot off. Yeah, it's just like panicking. I think he's just had enough. I also, I've always well, you wondered. Had a bad day. He's had sorry. a bad day. I've always wondered. <laughs> Could you just, like, break your foot and, like, pull it through? You know what I mean? Like... Uh, no, I think the whole problem is, like, there's a heel in the way. Yeah, but I mean, if you, like, break your ankle, you can probably, like, maneuver it through the chain? Through the well, you know, why don't thing? you try it and you let me know? Okay, yeah, I'll get back to you. I think... It, I'll get no, back to I you think, on that. I think... Okay, so I think... 
She's I demonstrating think. for me. <laughs> you just hear me crack my hand. No, I, feel I think like I could just smack. You're thinking of because there's people who like will break their hand and get it through handcuffs. Is that what you're thinking? I guess. I don't know. But I've they seen usually this, break I've their seen this thumb. idea floated around the internet before. So maybe it's just like idiots on the internet. But <laughs> I think, I mean, I'm looking at my foot now. I mean, if it's tight against <laughs> that, hot. I mean, not to brag, but like, <laughs> if you have like lovely thin ankles like I do, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if it's tight against that. The ankles that, of a Victorian widow. <laughs> <laughs> uh there's no way like my foot even if you know especially with a broken foot like sure. it's not gonna be know. able to go over the heel well like i said try it and well let me know. why don't you do a fucking cinderella and chop off your heel rather than chop off your whole foot i listen look at the blood within the maybe shoe. i know <laughs> <laughs> uh i don't know maybe it's easier i just have thoughts i'm i have all these critiques <laughs> i think the movie's good like i have fun watching it I think it's weirdly charming because of it's so it's so low budget. And again, knowing what the series would go on to be, this like huge bloated, like disgusting franchise that I also again kind of weirdly find enjoyable. Um, oh yeah, so what do you think of the ending? So after Carrie Ellis is, uh, chopped his foot off, yeah. and he makes it look like he's shot Adam. Uh, Zep comes in. Um, Zep gets killed by Adam, which was pretty cool. Like, sorry, he yeah. he he did. You know, he had his issues. Um, he kills him with the the lid of the toilet. Um, which I'm glad they utilized that. And so Carrie is, gets out because he's like, yo, I got to go get help. I will bleed I to death. Yeah. <laughs> and um, the uh, so the body gets up. It's John. He tells Adam. Uh, Adam has a great reaction. He's completely freaked out by this yeah. point. Um, and he tells Adam, uh, the key to that is in the tub. Uh, you know, it was there the whole time. Joke's on you. And he uh, goes to leave, turns off the light, closes the door. And Adam is, is screaming. game over? Yeah. And he just jizzes on him. No. Um, I don't think he says game over. I, I think you just I made that he, up. I thought he does. Hold on. I need to know that. Look it up. Yeah, because I, I don't remember that. And if he does, so that's... final line. So, uh, so I don't understand. Again, like, what was Adam's crime? Like, so he had no chance, it seems. Like, he was destined to die there. Because uh, he, you know, it's implied, like, doors closed. Or, or I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know if he comes back. Tell me. Um, he does say game over. He says game over at the end of every movie. <laughs> game o- oh, that's that's upsetting. <laughs> I mean, that's fun. It's on brand. Yeah. It's How about thing. this? I'm going to build a room. It'll be like an escape room, but they can't really get out. And at the end, I'm going to say game, game over. over. What do you think of that? What if I use these comedy writing skills for good? That is funny. Because the game's over. This is funny. Because the yeah, game's over. I find the ending kind of upsetting almost because like the we see the key in the very beginning go down the drain so it's like oh yeah so it's like what he never had a chance and that's when i this series does that sometimes where there's some traps that's like "Mm, they never had a chance to get out right and like isn't that kind of against the rules he could have saw his foot off but whatever i think it's just Um, more for jigsaw like a cruel irony you know but I i find the ending where he like gets locked in there very just like oh that sucks (laughs) he's probably gonna bleed to death no, he's probably going to be fine. I mean, he's, he's probably going to starve to death. He mm. hasn't... We'll see. Oh, right, 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 because he got shot in the shoulder. Yeah. Right, 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 yeah. Oh, and that, that just got to be worse. I mean, just, like, bleeding out from, like, a Yeah, a rather than shot injury. in the head. Yeah. Word. Truly, though. True lore. I mean, yeah, the, I, the answer is I don't want to get shot, period. But if I had oh. to choose, <laughs> I know I'm going to die. You know, if, I'm not, if I know medical attention is on, isn't on its way, but... Just on a whole bunch of opiates... Getting stabbed. Yeah. 
don't die. I need you. <laughs> Any final thoughts on Saw? I like the male relationships in this movie, both between Adam and Dr. Gordon and Detective Zap, Detective Singh. Um, tap and sing. You know, <laughs> tap and sing and dance and flirt and splits. Um, Captain I like Twirl, that it's Captain Fan Kick. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I like that there's a lot of like, not a lot, but there's two different <laughs> moments of just men, yeah. you know, being friends. Men. Um, that's nice to see in the early 2000s. Agreed. I agree. Um, yeah, I like the movie. I think it's fun, even though it's very dumb. And like, it's not dumb. It just has a lot of moments of like, what? <laughs> yeah, right. It, it, well, like, why? And he cut like jigsaw pieces out of one guy's skin. It's his trademark. Why? Like the Joker. I will say, like, for the time period, horror, I think horror in the, the 2000s, it doesn't get talked about a lot, but it really is like one of the lesser time periods for horror on the whole like the the best horror was like i don't know some of the m night Shyamalan stuff or like this you know there wasn't a lot of good stuff it was a lot of shitty pg-13 remakes and like torture porn stuff and that's kind of it at least on like a mainstream american level so i think this is one of the better ones that for of the time period yeah i definitely you know i I wasn't sure I, i knew like the basic plot going into it and even, like I said, in the first moment, when we first saw Zep in the hospital, I was like, that guy's doing something wrong. Yeah. And um, when they showed the room and they showed the dead body, my first thought was, that's not a dead body. <laughs> I don't know why I knew that. I guess that's um, But I I feel like I must have heard someone talk about it or something. Sure. Um, or maybe I just, whatever. I've probably been outside of the room of people watching it more than once. Um, that makes sense. Um, but it was still, I still kind of enjoyed it. Like, I yeah. still um, was intrigued. And I'm excited to see more. Talk yeah. about more with you. Love it. Oh, you bastard! You bastard! Hallie! <laughs> I'm gonna post a video uh, of that. It's so insane. It, it, I think I got it in our stories. Oh, thank God. But, uh, we can. We'll save it. Oh, thank God. Um, <laughs> you dumb bitch. Oh. oh, I was gonna say that the Conjuring new Conjuring trailer came out. Oh, but I know. I, I watched, watched it last I night. It was, mm. I, I at first was like, who is this? And then when I saw Vera and Patrick Wilson, I was like, oh my God, absolutely. Yeah. And then they went, it's a witch. Someone's I put a curse on you. And I went, skip ad. about this all the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, it's the first Conjuring without director James Wan, as I mentioned before. So I think mm-hmm. that's going to be an issue. It's the same guy who directed, I don't know if you saw this. It's like a tangential part of the Conjuring universe called The Curse of La Llorona. Which, I started watching it and I fell asleep. It was really, it yeah, it was really fucking dumb. It was, it was like fun to watch, but like not because of what the movie wanted us to be taking from it, you know? Um, yeah. It's the same director as that, which I don't really know why they gave another chance when that movie was not good, but maybe made money. Um, I don't know. But I look forward to being vaccinated and seeing that in a the theater. Yippee skippy. <laughs> yes. I am so excited to go into a theater eventually. I just want to like drink a beer and watch a movie on a big screen <sighs> and like eat. Good I want to watch the dumbest shit I've seen in my life on the biggest screen ever with like 20 strangers. I love that. You know? Yeah. Um, well, I'm getting my second vax in a few weeks. Yay. Very excited. And I, I have mine in me. And tomorrow marks, I mean, it'll be after when this comes out, but tomorrow, the time of recording, marks my two weeks from my shots. I'm officially immun- immunized tomorrow. Is that, is that the, like the gestation? Yeah, two weeks after your two second weeks? shot. Yeah. 
cute. You can just tongue kiss anybody. Finally, I can spin mouths again. Spin my mouth. Yeah, I can't imagine. Like, I'm going to be a nervous wreck until the end of the year, probably. Um, right. It's, our brains have been poorly trained for a year. <laughs> yeah, but... This has been Halloweeners, but this has been Halloweeners. This has been Halloweeners, a horror movie podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Um, Thank you. We miss you. We love you. We miss you. We love you. Um, I don't know. I just repeated what you said. Um, I'm Cody. You can find me on Twitter, Letterboxd, and Instagram at CodyMouse91. And I'm Kira. You can follow me on Instagram at Hey Kira. Hey, but I don't. I don't really post too much. Neither. To yeah, I don't. I haven't posted anything on Instagram since like Christmas. But whatever. Keep plugging. I it, just I post guess. a lot of stories and a lot of like sharing of other people's art or like mutual aids. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you if you are interested in those things, please follow me. Um, I'm happy to share that information with whoever is able to help. Yes. Um, but you can follow uh, an Instagram account I am updating, the Halloweeners Instagram account. We're also on, yes. we're also on Twitter at Halloweeners Pod. And uh, if you liked the music that you heard and you're going to hear in a few seconds, uh, you can check out, uh, I'm going in a different order, sorry, Apre Pompeii. We're all over the place. <laughs> Uh, Apre Pompeii does a beautiful music, gorgeous person. Um, you can follow them on Instagram and Twitter at Apre Pompeii, and they have music on Spotify, yes. and are, they're working on a new album. Yes. Right? Yes. Gorgeous. And uh, you can follow yes. Leah Patterson, who does our beautiful artwork at A Tender Witch. Tender Witch. <laughs> so, so what would be a good, song, like, like, funny, if you were doing, like, an act to this, yeah. based off this movie, like, what song would you use to, like, um, in an ironic way? Oh, fuck. Like, something, like, chained up, you know, like. Uh, <gasps> oh, yeah, yeah. There's got to be something Chain that's, like, of chained fools, up with you. maybe? Chain of Fools. By Aretha Thank Franklin. You. Chain of Saws. I don't lines? know what that means. Or something with, like, a clown, and you're just, like, Billy the puppet. Clowns to the left of me, Joker's <gasps> to the right. That's fine. I don't know. We'll think about it and get back to you, listeners. (laughs) Um, Look out for your community. Support mutual aid and um, be kind and compassionate to yourself and your neighbors, please. And if you find yourself locked up in a room with a chain, listen to the rules. I don't know what to tell you. I don't (laughs) know. Follow rules, but also maybe just... Also break the rules. Escape. I don't know. Anyway, bye. (laughs) Bye.